Tyson Roush. You can follow the show at ncmmaradio.com, also on mymmanews.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, ncmma underscore radio. And before we get started, UFC fans, UFC 205, you're going to go out for the fights. Rivalies and how phenomenal sports bar, great TVs, great food, you name it, they got it. And also, eat clean, bro. Prepared meals, excellent food as well. Give them a try. Lose no cut weight. For just help with training, definitely try out E-Clean, bro. In this episode, we have a very special guest. It's Caitlin Chukagian, who is fighting in UFC 205, Madison Square Garden. So, Caitlin, this is Tyson. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. And first of all, thank you for your time. I know you're just probably wrapped up sparring, and you're probably pretty tired, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a busy day. <laughs> So, Caitlin, first of all, I guess, what is it like to be on one of the biggest cards in the history of the UFC in Madison Square Garden? Man, it's it's crazy. I mean, it still, I think, hasn't even hit me yet. Like, I keep saying, I'm like, ah, it doesn't, doesn't really seem real. It doesn't seem real. But then, like, I know, like, once it gets to, like, fight week and I'm there and everything, it definitely will. Um, I mean, for me, this is only my second fight in, in the UFC. So, so to be able to be a part of this card is, is like a huge honor for me, and you know I plan to take full advantage of, of that opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. That crowd's going to be wild. As you know, MMA fans go crazy. Then you add in New York and the Irish fans and everything else. It's going to be bonkers. You mentioned your first fight, and you know it was amazing because you won your fight, and I thought your boxing was excellent, your movement was excellent, and then following it, there was like crazy criticisms on social media and things like that. Did that surprise you at all? surprised me just because um I've you know I've followed MMA for a while and even though it hasn't like happened to me I see it you know happen to other people all the time you know I watch a fight and like because I understand fighting and stuff I'm like wow that was a good fight and then you see people comment saying it was boring or or this or something so you know I wasn't too surprised and I was I was super happy with my performance and I thought it was one of my best performances so you know, I wasn't really bothered by any of the comments, you know. But to me, it was a good fight, and I think that's all that matters, if I feel good at the end. I mean, at the end of the, end of the day, like, I got the W, and I think that, that's what's most important. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, you know, you have, the, you have the ability to train with some of the best fighters in the world as a member of the Iron Army with Frankie Edgar and Marlon and Coach Mark Henry. What's that like for you? Man, that's awesome. I think that's, like, you know, one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I've been so successful so far. You know, just being around that atmosphere and, you know, all those hardworking fighters, um, it's definitely, you know, I look up to all of them, and it's that they're all role models to me, and I try to, you know, be like them, not even just their fighting styles, but just their personalities and how they are, you know, outside of, outside of the cage. You know, when I was, like, an amateur amateur fighter there, you know, it didn't matter if they had huge fights coming up in the UFC or World Series of Fighting, you know, they everyone would go out of their way to try to help me, and, um, you know, if you walked in the mat and you didn't even, if you didn't know who anyone was, you 
you know, they wouldn't, you wouldn't under, you wouldn't know that they play at the level that they do just because everyone's so open to helping each other. And it's, it's definitely like a, a small team. It's like a family. And I think that's what everyone would kind of like looked out for each other. And um, I think that's basically why I've been successful so far. Yeah, I think that's one of the most remarkable things, watching all of you train. It's just how close-knit everybody is. And, you know, you speak to Frank Yeager. The minute he's done sparring, he's watching Marlon or he's helping Eddie. Like, everybody helps everybody. It's a really it's, – it's remarkable to watch just the chemistry. And, you know, as a female fighter, how hard is it to find, like, sparring partners? Is it difficult for you or, or even with sparring with the guys? Is it kind of like a challenge for you to, like, you know, you want them to go too hard or you go too hard? Like, how does all that work? Um. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of lucky uh, with all the, you know, all the guys that I train with are, you know, they're a little bit smaller guys, so that definitely helps. But, you know, still, even if I fight a guy that fights at the same weight as me, you know, I don't, I don't really cut any weight for for 135. So, you know, someone else that fights at 30, guys that fight at 35 are walking around a lot heavier than me, and even if they are the same weight, you know, they're they just move differently. They're a little bit more explosive and just certain moves that girls do are different than what guys do. But, um, you know, I think everyone's good. All the guys that I train with are really good at me by now. They all are comfortable with me, and they 100% don't go easy on me, but they know how to push it. So, you know, I have to work to get out of things and stuff. But but also being around, like, New Jersey and New York, there's definitely opportunities to find girl training partners. You know, I train – Ricardo Almeida's or Henzo Gracie's. There's a lot of girls that are really good in jiu-jitsu. And, you know, that's all they do is jiu-jitsu. So I go with, like, some of the best girls in jiu-jitsu. And, you know, I go today. I went to Gleason's for, in Brooklyn for boxing, and I spar uh, Heather Hardy, who's 18-0, multiple world champion boxer. And um, I also have one of my training partners for this camp is from Argentina, and she was on the world wrestling team. So because I think since I don't have any MMA girls specifically, I kind of find the best girls in each each specific sport. So I think at the end of the day, it kind of helps me because I'm going with the best of each sport, so I'm only going to improve. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that plan. Do you watch a lot of tape of not only yourself, but other women fighters like in, in different weight groups? Um, oh, I just watch, you know, obviously I watch the girl fights, you know, if they're on the card and stuff. Um now I'm starting because this is only my second fight at, at Bantamweight. So now I'm like, okay, I got to start watching these girls more. I used to only watch the flyweight girls religiously. But, um, you know, now that I'm fighting at 135, I, I start watching them a little bit more. But, um, yeah, and, like, if I get an opponent, like, I like to watch them just because I'm interested if they're fighting, um, like, more as a fan. But if I get an opponent, like, usually right away, I'll watch. As soon as I get the opponent, I watch their fights. Um, probably like once or twice in the very beginning of camp. And then um, I don't really look into it too much because then I feel like I start worrying about what they're doing. And, you know, in MMA, you can never expect anything. When someone did one fight, they might not, even if they fought one way the last five fights, the sixth fight, they might do something completely different. So um, I don't, I tend to just watch my opponent's fights once, um, leave the rest of that to my coaches. Um, but I watch my film all the time I I train every or I film every single sparring session and I watch them all the time so it that's like a whole nother a whole nother session 
during my week of training is watching sparring. Like I watch my sparring rounds over and over and over again. I have like a uh, a group chat like with my like all my coaches, and um, after sparring, like you know, we all have them. I send my rounds into there, so if one coach isn't there, they all see it. So I have all my sparring pretty much on an iPad from the last two years. So I watch them a lot. Yeah, and you mentioned the sparring, and you know, we talked to a bunch of fighters, and it seems like a lot of guys are starting to tone down their sparring, not spar as often, just due to the amount of injuries lately that seem to be occurring in the UFC. Is that something that you worry about? Um, I don't I don't really worry about that. I mean, I, I think that kind of just maybe is for their personal opinion and how, you know, I think every person's different. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. For me, like, you know, I go with really high-level guys that are a little bit better than me, so I think maybe they're more controlled with the punches that they're, when they're hitting me, like I can go a hundred percent on them and they're, they're a little bit more controlled because now, you know, this camp I've been sparring a lot of girls and I realize that when I spar really good girls, you know, where there's that competition is there a little bit more than when I go with the guys. So the sparring is definitely harder, you know, even if they're not technically as good, we're both going at it harder. So I could see where that would come in, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, some of the people that are fighters I hear that aren't sparring as often are also the people that you see sparring with like little gloves that aren't safety gloves and they have no headgear on, you know? So I think training smart is good. I think the best way for me to get in shape and the best way to have my cardio is by sparring and um, sparring and then going live and wrestling. So, I mean, for me that I like sparring and I have to spar to stay in shape and that's what keeps my cardio up and makes me feel good. So, I mean, it's been working for me so far. I mean, who knows, maybe in, maybe in like 10 years, I won't be thinking the same way, but I think I'm still earlier in my career where that's not an issue. Yeah. And, and as you're heading into your second fight in UFC, you know, UFC 205, huge part, how important are the coaches been through, through your whole rise up, up the ladder, you know, through CFFC into the UFC? Yeah, my, I mean, my coaches are basically everything for everything for me. Um, my my head coach, Jamal Patterson, has been, you know, I've been with him from every single fight since before I even, before I started MMA. Um, he's been in my corner every single fight. And, you know, so I feel like me making it into the UFC and me being on this big card and everything else that's to come is not only, like, an accomplishment for me, but also for him. So, um, I think like we're more like a team where we're working together. Uh, I mean, I literally, when I fight, it's like anything him or Mark Henry say, I pretty much do. I feel, I always say, I feel like they're, I'm like their robot, you know, sometimes I hear, see people, coaches yelling things out to the fighters and the fighters don't even do it. I'm like, man, I just do whatever they say. Cause they can see it. Sometimes I can't, you know, if I don't think, if I don't think I can land the right hand, but they say it, I'm like, oh, well, I, now I know I can. Like, sometimes I believe in them a little bit more than myself. So, you know, they're a huge part of huge part of my fight, and I think that's why the chemistry works really well because I trust them so much. Yeah, and that's excellent to hear. I mean, you can see it. Like I said, you know, we watch all you guys spar at NTMMA, and it's, just, it's remarkable, just like I said, the family-oriented environment, just the chemistry, and then the leadership too, like you mentioned with Mark and Frankie and everybody else. You know, as the sport continues to grow, do you have a message to, like, like young students that are just joining martial arts or aspiring fighters? Um, yeah, I mean, I just think for the biggest part, and I mean, this is how it is for me, you have to, like, I think the most important part is, like, doing martial arts because it's 
because you love it because it's a passion you know for me I just did I did karate when I started karate when I was four years old and like and then I got into boxing and kickboxing and then jujitsu and you know for me it's never been like oh I want to be in the UFC it was like I just want to keep training martial arts and getting better and then as I got older you know MMA became popular and that was the next thing I could do to compete and get better so you know for me I just think like falling in love with the martial arts is the most important thing. Cause if you love training, you know, you're the fighting part's going to be easy. Like I, I think the reason why all of us train all the time is because we all truly love the martial arts and training, you know, after everyone fights, no one takes off for a month. Everyone's back in the gym. You know, you've seen like Frankie fight and then he might take like a little bit off of sparring, but the next week, if he's not hurt, he's in there helping, you know, Marlon might have a fight in, a month so he's in there helping each other because we just kind of can't stay out of the gym it's you know we're in love with the with the martial arts and the passion of it and I think that's the most important thing is doing it because you love the martial arts not just because you want to be a, a pro fighter that's great advice that's awesome and you can just see it like you said you can see with all you guys you just train so hard and like you said anybody fights within a week or so even Edson he's in there next time helping somebody it's just it's just wild to see so well, Caitlin, first of all, thank you very much for your time tonight. I definitely appreciate it. And best of luck. UFC 205 is a huge stage, and, I mean, just make the most of it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I definitely will. Have a great night, Caitlin. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good night. All right. Once again, that, that was Caitlin Chukagian, who UFC 205, you know, big fight for her. Wish nothing but the best of luck. Once again, if you go to watch the fights, UFC 205, Riverleaves in Howell, New Jersey, and also Eat Clean Bro. Check them out for their prepared foods, excellent food, help you clean up your diet, or just stay on your diet. So other than that, ncmmaradio.com, and we'll talk to you again next time. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift shoppers this is one event you can't afford to miss Kohl's 50% off sale this Thursday through Saturday take 50% off hundreds of items storewide plus take an extra 20% off plus take an extra $10 off your purchase of $50 or more plus everyone gets Kohl's cash plus yes to you members earn triple points now that's the good stuff Kohl's select styles offer valid 1027 through 1030 some exclusions apply see store kohls.com for details